praise God. Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Voice. I am your host, a Kingdom Voice, bringing you a word from the King for the Kingdom. Today I want to talk to you about when the church disparages or denigrates the church. So let me start by defining the word disparage. To disparage something is to regard or to represent that thing as being of little worth. Now, at first, I was going to use the word denigrate, but that has a little bit, you know, the, the, the connotations associated with that are a little bit more negative. But uh, to disparage and to denigrate are kind of similar in their meaning. So, to denigrate something, to denigrate is to attack the reputation of and to deny the importance or validity of and to belittle. So when I think about this situation that we'll find that many churches are finding themselves in in this age of the pandemic. So at one point in the early part of the pandemic, in the earlier months of the pandemic, churches were placed on non-essential lists. They were not seen as something that is essential and um, not many churches had a problem with that some did but some didn't and they didn't understand how a very pillar of this society could end up on a non-essential list and when you think about the word essential that means something is absolutely necessary or it is extremely important and because this nation was founded upon Christian principles and people flee here for uh, religious freedom and uh, we are one nation under God, it was hard for the people of God to see how church could be seen as non-essential, not necessary, not extremely important. So um, in the beginning of the pandemic, the church was willing to close its doors uh, for a short season. But of course, we're in the month of August and many churches are still closed. Now, when I say the phrase that many churches are still closed, people take offense to that because they feel like the church is not closed because we are the church. The people, the believers make up the church and the actual building that we go into, which is also by definition, the church uh, is not important, not, you know, it's not important because we are the church. And that's what I want to deal with today because the church which is the body of Christ, the believers, um, the called out ones, we do make up the church. But our church building is also the church. And there's an old saying that it's a poor frog who doesn't praise its own pond. It's a poor frog who doesn't praise its own pond. And 
as much as I hate to see this and as much as I've hated to uh, watch this over these months, the church, the people have become that poor frog because all of our church lives, all of our church lives, the people who are involved in church now, the followers of Christ in this season, all of our church lives have involved going into a church building. Because to us, before the pandemic, we saw the church as essential, the church building, the house of God, the house of worship, the house of prayer. Before the pandemic, this building that we can so easily now just call the building was the central hub, the central location for all things church. It is where we go to meet on Sundays to hear a word from the Lord. It's where we go get refueled. It's where we fellowship. It's where we come together for Bible study and prayer. Some have been married in these churches. Uh, some have been funeralized in these buildings. And it's where we come and have corporate worship. It is the meeting place the gathering place, the central gathering place for the people of God. It is the central gathering place for the assembly, which is the church. So now, because of the pandemic, we're refusing to open the doors and now we are beginning to disparage the building because now it's not important. Well, I beg to differ on that. And let me just be very clear about uh, this, this, this notion that because there are believers who believe that we should be in the house of God, worshiping together as we did before. It doesn't mean that we don't understand how what's true worship. If you are born again believer and you've been in this walk for any amount of time, I'm sure you know that we what true worship is. We understand that we must worship God in spirit and in truth. We understand that. That is not a revelation for a seasoned Christian, and it's hardly a revelation for a born-again believer. And that is not the point. And that point is being missed when we continue to repeat that those that worship God must worship him in spirit and truth. That is not a revelation. Certainly not a revelation for a seasoned Christian. We understand that we can worship God anywhere. We understand that God lives on the inside of us and that we carry him with us wherever we go. That is not a revelation because we're communing with this God on a regular basis. So we understand that my house can be the house of God, that my car, that my backyard, that I can worship God anywhere. But it doesn't discount the fact that the church, the building, the house of God, the house of prayer, the house of worship has some significance 
to the body of believers because if it did not have any significance we would never build these things and we would never call them our meeting places all my christian life all your christian life you went to the church house the building and you never called it the building because it's the house of god we're denigrating the house of god we're disparaging it. We're telling the people, the world, when we continue to say that it's nothing more than a building, what we're doing is saying it's not essential. But I beg to differ because the house of God is essential to the body, meaning it's very important. It's the center of our religious lives. We go in that building every Sunday, on Wednesdays. We fellowship there. We come together for corporate worship in the house of God. It is our gathering place. We find it important enough to build them. And now we want to say, it's just a building. It's just a building. You are disparaging the house of God. How many times have you sang songs such as we're standing on holy ground when you're in the house of God? You set up altars. We do communion. We do our holy ordinances in the house of God. Now, do we have to have a building? No, we know that. But we do have a building. They're all over the city. They're all over the state. And on Sundays before the pandemic, these buildings were full of worshiping believers. We found it important enough to get up on Sunday mornings, put on our clothes, and go to that location, to that house of worship. So when the people of God continue to say over and over, it's just a building, you are disparaging. You're taking the importance away from the building. And what happens is the unbelievers agree. Do you hear what I'm saying? This is the point that's being missed. See, when when that law, that executive order came down, there's a bigger agenda behind this order. And that seems to be missing also for people. The enemy desires to silence the church, to divide it and to separate it, because the enemy knows that there's power when the body of Christ comes together, when they gather, when they meet so he's not, he wasn't really after the physical building, the house of worship, as much as he was the gathering. And the house of worship happens to be the place where the church, the body, gathers. And so the attack really is on the gathering. Because what they limited was the number of people 
that could meet at the church house location. They didn't tell you to close your doors. What they said is you can't have but five people. You can't have but 10 people. Some cases you can have 50 people. So they were limiting the gathering. They don't care if you keep the doors open forever as long as the people don't meet. And so that's the bigger picture. Not so much that they are, uh, are uh, telling you you can't be in the house of God. But even now, that's been lifted in this state. Our governor is not limiting church at all. But yet we still refuse to come together in the house of God. So don't miss what people are saying, the believers who believe that we need to be in the house. Because at some point, at some point, the state is going to come in and they're going to repeat our words back to us when they try to go a little bit further in this thing and really close the doors. And they're going to take our words and repeat them back to us. You said that this is just a building. You said you don't need this house of worship. You don't even call it a house of worship. You labeled it non-essential because it's just a building. So you labeled it non-essential. So when it makes the non-essential list again, it'll be because we helped. We're not fighting to be able to meet as we have always done in our houses of worship in our houses of God, in our houses of prayer. The, 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 the Israelites, when they had the temple, they didn't say we just go into the building or we're just going. They called it the temple, the house of prayer. So when you take the name church off of the building and label it as any old common building, then it's going to be treated as non-essential. And we don't want that. We don't want to be in a place where we won't be able to go inside the house of God and worship as we always have done. But we would have done it by ourselves saying, agreeing with them when they consider it non-essential. We can't be those poor frogs who won't praise their own pond. Let me tell you something. When this pandemic happened, the abortion clinics made the essential list. They were seen as absolutely necessary during a pandemic. Do you realize a clinic is a building as well? But what goes on in the building? What goes on in the building? It, it, it's an abortion clinic where killing is taking place. But Planned Parenthood, you better believe they would have fought for their pond. They would have fought if they were on the non-essential list. They wouldn't have started calling their clinic, well, it's just a building. They would have said, this is a clinic where health care is taking place. We are essential. But not the church, no. 
We said, you're right, Mr. State man, we just a building. We don't need it. And so they're saying, yeah, you, you don't need it. Y'all don't need to come together. You can worship in spirit and truth anywhere. Matter of fact, just stay at home and worship because you can take God wherever you want him. Wherever you are, that's where God is. You don't need no building. You don't need no meeting place. Stay at home. Worship in your closet because that God will meet you in the closet. That would be because of our doing. But the Constitution guarantees the people of God the right to worship in a house of God. In a house of worship. In a location that we have deemed the church, at least before the pandemic. The new name for our church building is the building. Come on, people of God. It's more than what you... I just wish that we could see the bigger picture here. I just wish that the body of Christ could see the bigger picture here. There's something going on. It is an attack on the church, and we're helping them every time. We open our mouths with, it's just a building. How can you look at the house of God, the house of worship, the house of prayer, the saints meeting place, the gathering place, as just a random building? You took the time to build these buildings all over. Care, great care in building it as a central location for your Christian living, your meeting, your Christian activities, your ordinances, holy ordinances, baptisms, and all these things that were taking place in this building. It's not just any old building. Also during the pandemic, the ABC stores were opened. The state found them absolutely necessary during the pandemic, essential wasn't just a building, it's a store that sells alcohol. And they had the right to stay open because they were deemed essential. And if the state tells them that they're essential, do you think they're going to stand up and say, we're not essential? We, you don't really need us? You don't really need this store? No, they're going to fight. They're going to accept that they've been labeled essential and be happy about that and move forward with their activities, but not the church. Now the church has been placed on the essential list, no longer deemed non-essential. Now the state has said the church is essential, and we're saying no, we're not. It's just the building. So the church is disparaging the house of God. We are doing that every time we open our mouths and say that. And you're putting yourself right where the devil wants you when it comes to the church. There's an attack going on on the, on the body of Christ. And it's starting with our houses of worship. So the longer we sit out and keep them closed, the more the state recognizes that they don't need those buildings. They see they don't even see the building as, as important. It's not in an important piece of their uh, worship. So many are going to remain closed. But I have another question for those who uh, have the service in the parking lots. 
it's a blessing to be able to fellowship together in the parking lots of our churches. But it's interesting that we can worship anywhere, but we choose to come to the location of the church building that's really just a building. If we really saw that building as nothing more than a building, the parking lot then is the same. So why do we meet in the parking lot of a non-essential building? Why do we go to that location if it's really not important to us? Why are we meeting in our cars or under tents in the parking lots of these non-essential buildings? Why choose that location? Because the church is in our heart, that location. Everybody who's been a member of a church for any length of time have been going through those doors on Sunday and going through those doors on Wednesday and going through those doors on, on Fridays or Tuesdays or whatever days you go is near and dear to your heart. It's essential to you. It's essential to you. But you're trying to convince yourself because of this pandemic and there's a fear of going into the building, there's a fear of catching the virus. And that's the truth of the matter. That now I'd rather sit outside in the parking lot of this non-essential building. I'd rather sit out here than go into the building because it's nothing but a building. In that case, the parking lot is the same. Why do we meet at that location? Why don't we just continue to stay home? and worship in spirit and truth in our living rooms. Because God has created us as social beings, God has called us to assemble together, and we've been assembling together all of our church lives. Not anywhere and everywhere, but at the churches, in those church buildings. So you can't expect the people outside the pond to praise your pond. The frog has to do that. So if you're wondering how a church will fall or end up on a non-essential list, it's because we ourselves have deemed it not very important. So it's a sad day when the church, the believers, the body of Christ, disparage the church building, which is the house of God. And that's all I have for you. Grace and peace.